Welcome back to Market on Close. I'm Caroline Woods in for Oliver Rennick. Just a few minutes left before the closing bells, and it's time to focus on ETFs. What trends stood out in the first half, and what should investors look for in the second half? Here to discuss that is Ben Slavin, Global Head of ETFs Asset Servicing at BNY Mellon. Ben, thanks so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Great to be back. No shortage of ETF topics to talk about, so let's jump in. All right. All right, so let's first kind of look backwards and talk about some of the trends you saw uh, in the first half of the year, despite the downturn in the market, because this was a market that so many people were saying, so many strategists were saying, it's a stock picker's market, passive investing is dead for this year. It doesn't seem like that was the case. Well, the ETF industry continues to roll forward, you know, even in these markets. So what we see is first record product development. So after a record last year, uh, the first half saw that record um, really fall again for the first half a year, slightly edging out last year's pace. But the majority of those products are actively managed ETFs that are coming to market, which gives you an indication on potentially where investor sentiment and where some of the issuers are thinking about, um, you know, in terms of new products and where those assets might go. From a flow perspective, we're also seeing, um, you know, not record volume, but still a respectable amount of flow into the industry, around 290 billion in um, so far year to date. So that's just slightly off record levels, um, but again, a very healthy sign for the market. And finally, we are still seeing quite a bit of new issuers um, look to come to market or have come to market in the first half. Our queue at BNY Mellon has never been greater in terms of new issuers that are looking to launch new product or potentially convert some mutual funds to ETFs. So let's go back to those flows. What kind of ETFs saw the greatest inflows? Yeah, well, it's really across the board. Um, obviously, we're seeing you know a change in investor sentiment. So one of those uh, areas certainly is fixed income, um, which again saw um, some interesting uh, type of action. I mean, certainly we saw in a risk-off environment, we saw heavy flow into shorter duration or shorter maturity ETFs. Um, certainly, those um, that hold treasuries, but we've seen some green shoots in clients looking to position themselves uh, more towards the actively fixed income um, or active fixed income product. And these are products like PGIM, um, PULS, right, that are, you know, looking to try to provide some kind of enhanced yield and active management overlay. But, you know, certainly we saw at the broader benchmarks in the bond market, a very tough environment, you know, AGG or the benchmark, um, you know, behind that product had its worst year in several decades. Um, so it's been a tough place uh, for investors to, you know, to really find some comfort. And again, we are seeing some of that positioning around, again, the shorter end of the curve in those actively managed products. Yeah, I'm taking a look at PGM PULS year to date, only down 1%. So certainly outperforming the broader market, although not obviously seeing impressive gains. And then AGG down about 10%. So also outperforming the broader market. What about as we look to the second half of the year, are you still seeing a high volume volume of new ETFs hitting the markets and what kind of trends are you seeing uh, as we now are enter or we've begun the second half? 
Yeah, really, um, again, the new products um, continue to come out, but we're also finding some interesting pockets of innovation that are attracting investor interest. So, you know, you know, in terms of ways to play the inflation trade or rising rates, it's not just tips ETFs anymore. So you have to kind of dig deeper. So the types of products, you know, we're seeing are, are um, products like Simplify Interest Rate Hedge, you know, that is a PFIX, right, that's looking to hedge or profit from interest rate movements from rising rates on the long end of the curve using OTC options, right, to be able to provide that type of exposure. Or the quadratic interest rate volatility ETF that's looking to play, um, obviously, interest rate vol, that's uh, ticker IVOL. That's a pretty interesting combination of tips and derivatives, um, really to try to play the steepening yield curve. You know, and that's a product that also has caught some investor interest. So those are the types of products that we're seeing um, in terms of innovation. Um, but also, again, um, our old friend, the dividend ETFs are coming back into vogue as well, catching investor interest and I think is a space to watch. So obviously, there's a number of investor um, options out there for you know, dividend ETFs, but products like the First Trust, you know, rising dividend ETF, RDVY, um, or products like the Global X NASDAQ 100 covered call ETF, which is a QYLD. These are the types of products also that are attracting investor interest that provide some measure of income and also some downside protection um, in markets like this that are proving again to be pretty attractive. And you see those products have sold off with the market, but are near all time highs in terms of their shares outstanding and investor interest. So it sounds pretty risk off when you talk about active fixed income ETFs, dividend ETFs. What about in terms of crypto? Did the sell off we saw in Bitcoin or just crypto in, in general hurt the outlook for crypto ETFs? Well, you know, we certainly have seen investor sentiment cool. Um, actually, you know, we have seen positive inflows globally um, into some of these products um, that track Bitcoin and other digital assets. More recently, we saw a new ETF launch that uh, is, you know, really tied to inverse exposure to Bitcoin uh, by ProShares, BITI, that picked up uh, some investor interest, but it's early days. Um, it's around, I think, 50 to 60 million in assets so far. But again, um, that's only been around uh, here for a couple weeks, which is a really interesting development. And again, uh, showing how ETFs can uh, use that innovation to provide yet another tool for investors uh, to be able to provide some kind of exposure here. This is really the first time we have a short Bitcoin ETF. But again, this is not a spot product. I mean, this is a product that holds futures, um, and that's how it gets its exposure. So it's important for investors really to understand how to use those products and, and you know what kind of returns they would deliver. Yeah, taking a look, as you said, it's new, but it's down about eight and a half percent this month. Obviously, we're only about five days into the month, but we have to leave it there. Ben Slavin, Global Head of ETFs, Asset Servicing, BNY Mylan. Thanks so much for, for breaking it down for us. Appreciate your insights. Great. Thanks.